Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday, mother. Pissing it down with rain. A month's worth of rain uh, will fall today or in certain parts of the UK. That rhymes for no good reason, but I'm afraid it is the season. Oh no, how far can I go with this? Oh, uh, not so long before I need a piss. And then, oh God, it's all going to be in rhyme, I think. And tried again another time, guys. Um, Wesley's not here, and I I have an announcement. I'm, I'm not drunk. I have an announcement to make. Uh, Wesley is. We're having a coming out party for him tomorrow. It's Pride Month, and you know he's been after it for a while. So he's gone to Squiffs to get all dressed up. He's got an outfit being tailored for him, and he's going to live his best life. I'm dead proud of him. Dead chuffed. I feel. We have a complex relationship, me and Wesley. I mean, in many ways, I'm like a father figure to him. But we also have an intense romantic relationship. It's very confusing. Not one that I think most people would understand. But I'm sure all listeners of Coffee and Memes uh, will. They're probably some of the only folk that really will truly be able to get their head around it. Maybe that woman that married the zombie uh, doll. She might also. And that lass, our lass who married a bridge. Maybe, maybe I have um, a, a object, uh, objective, objectum. Sec- maybe I'm objectum sexual. It's possible that'd be a fun thing to find out later in life. Didn't see it coming at all. Like, yeah, no, I'd never. Like, I'd always just been sort of normal, s- straight, I guess, as much as anyone is, and um, just had normal relationships. Never really had nothing uh, remarkable. And then I just fell in love with the toy lobster, and we lived happily ever after. We skipped through. Uh, corn fields of wheat and we rode on the back of motorbikes and you know we combed each other's hair we engaged in reciprocal grooming much like they do in the animal kingdom picking out the the nits and the bugs and the ticks you know from each other's crevices and our crannies and our sort of nooks you know the nooks and the crannies and you know, we we engaged in 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 a, in a lot of, ro- of romantic activities, and we were judged very unfairly for it. We were chased out of polite society um, by a number of people, ta- the townsfolk, or with burning torches, tiki torches. They chased us out, and we died on the moors. But we died doing what we loved, uh, each other. Ladies and gentlemen, it's coffee and memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on. You're pushing thirty, Sluggy. You know it's time to think about getting some ambition well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it don't forget kid that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that it, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out you actually fail Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm, on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, uh, smeared roughly across the flat earth like Philadelphia, smeared onto a young millennial girl's bagel to be topped with avocado and ketamine. I'm here, I'm back after a long weekend, 
I've just been a been a working man, doing working man things, working with my hands, wrestling bears, mining, strangling lesser men to death. You know, just normal, just man stuff, isn't it? Hey, Jesus Christ, have I got a treat for you today? I don't know quite how long it's taken me uh, to bring this to everyone's attention. So, um, now, you may have heard of the world-famous uh, radio station, Brighton's only radio station, Trickstar Radio, on DAB, online, and on your phone, run by your friend and mine, Cy Twiddy. The stuff of legends, the man, the myth, the legend, Cy Twiddy. Anyway, he sent me this a while ago, and I cannot believe it has taken me this long to play it on the show. It is truly one of the most wonderful things I've ever heard. So, earlier in the year, they they now they used to just stop doing shows at 12, but now they've, you know, got big and that, you know, got DAB, you don't want to waste the time. So they now have shows going, I think, at least until 4am. Anyway, Saturday nights, uh, I uh, was... Uh, house, house music, house, tech house, techno, funky house, deep house, house. And there was a show that I can't remember the name of, but neither can the host. Uh, because he's so high on dingers, he's so off his nut on beans and gurners that he can't talk properly, let alone remember the name of his own show. So, uh, yeah, he um, he comes in. And starts going, and like you know, when you're coming up really super hard, and you're just like, mm. so, sorry, what did I say? It's cheeky chicken. That's the sort of time when like people start to think that they're in different places, like they think that they're at work or they think that they're like cooking or something. A friend of mine thought, well, thought both of those things, thought he was cooking at work. He's like, mm, I can't talk, got full English on. Thought he was having to bloody coordinate all the beans and the eggs, get it all coming at the right time. Anyway, this has happened to our man live on air as he begins his show, and it is quite amazing. <laughs> so here is the recording of it. Trickstarradio.com. Trickstar Radio. Yes, guys, you like to do it. Thank you. As you know, Saturday night is involved. And what's my show called? Infected, yes, baby. <laughs> well, guys, the team is it taking to the mix. You know, I'm naughty. <laughs> naughty. Well, guys, I'm Wilson. You're infected. I'll take you some naughty stuff now. <laughs> you got me, baby. <laughs> he sings a different song at the end. He's actually different lyrics. Okay, I've established from it now that his name is Wilson, uh, <laughs> and the show is called Infected. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's so many quality bits in it. Yes, guys, you like to do it. <laughs> I have a crack at talking, but just bottle it halfway through a sentence. Oh, it goes Just abandon that sentence. <laughs> Completely abandon it. I don't. What does he say here? As you know, Saturday nights is involved. Saturday nights is involved. I, uh, 
I do know if Saturday Night is involved. Oh, come on, he's a naughty boy. You know he's naughty. He's naughty. You're not naughty. <laughs> and. <laughs> What's my show called? Oh, God. All right, well, anyway, I've cut some bits of it together. What's my show called? What's my show called? What's my show called? You're not naughty. What's my show called? What's my show called? As you know, Saturday Night is involved and um um. What's my show called? What's my show called? What's my show called? You're not naughty. What's my show called? What's my show called? As you know, Saturday Night is involved and um um. That is incredible. Anyway, that to fire him. <laughs> bless him. Like, bless him. But yeah, no, he's gone. They, they had to sack him. <laughs> like, we're regulated by Ofcom. <laughs> God, have you going on the mic? It's not a pirate radio station on a fucking council estate tower block, mate. It's a legitimate radio station now. Yeah, to take things seriously. Yes, guys, you like to do it. He's naughty boy. God bless him. You're not naughty. Ah, uh, Wilson, the hero. Not the hero we need, but the hero we deserve. Not not all of them wear capes. Some of them play tech house or used to on Trickstar. Thanks for sending me that Twitter and giving me permission to play it. Yeah, I should try and get him on the phone. Um, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure Simon will have his number. Wow, um, what a hero! One absolute hero. Um, I'll see if I can get the whole show. I mean, it must be in the archives somewhere. Um, anyway. Uh, normal news uh, over to the normal news um, Justin Bieber has challenged Tom Cruise to a UFC fight uh, child challenges lunatic to a fight um, so that'd be interesting um, a man arrested after robbing two banks with an avocado not bad good work uh, dad bemused as joyless hag nurse <laughs> quote unquote joyless hag nurse kicks him out of delivery room for a rude joke Outrageous behaviour. Woman's alarm after husband shows his mum his penis, wanting wanting medical advice. His wife thinks he's too old to be doing that sort of thing. Is that a picture of them or is that just anyone? He obviously feels very comfortable with his uh, mum. Yeah, maybe that is... um, Oh, it's not up on the uh, doodad, is it? Bloody doodad. These doodads, I'll tell you what. No, that's not right, is it? God's sake. Oh, yep. Wanting, um, there they are. They look sweet, don't they? I don't know if they're romantic. God. Right, okay, look. Just just, just go straight in with it. At what age should you stop showing your mum your winky if you think something's wrong with it? 16? No, definitely 18, because it... it At the age that you're old enough to go to the doctors by yourself. Okay, there it is. We've settled it. Anyway, these metal thieves... Metal thieves steal rail bridge in Russia... Uh, this is quite impressive. Uh, I don't know what. Yes, the well. I don't. Maybe all the. Maybe Squiff bloody rinse this one dry for humour on on Friday. I don't know if I've got any jokes left to make about it. Um, insinuating that they were the heavy metal thieves. Um, 
A criminal case has been launched in Russia's Arctic region of Murmansk after suspected metal thieves made off with a railway bridge. God, the whole fucking bridge. That's hilarious. Local prosecutors say the unknown perpetrators removed a metal structure 23 metres long, weighing 56 tonnes from the bridge. That is commitment to metal theft, isn't it? It's not like just going and stealing some copper piping off a building site, is it? Well, like, the disused bridge is located on a remote in a remote forest near the abandoned settlement of Oktoyabrskaya, around uh, 170 kilometers, um, 100 miles south of the regional capital, Murmansk. Luckily, the bridge was disused and the tracks lifted long ago, according to the state newspaper. I'm just not even, uh, some sort of something gazette. Uh, the railway over the bridge was once used to transport. Uh, Concentrated rare earth elements. Wow, uh, from a nearby plant, uh, but was closed uh, when business went bankrupt in two thousand and seven. Uh, not sure if there's anything. Uh, oh, it's an eyesore. Uh, who cares? This isn't Germany, and restoring order to the vandalized landscape is not high on the agenda. The writer added, "Nice, nice opportunity to throw Germany under the bus." There, that is a big. Uh, that is a big. A big issue in in Germany. It's it's not particularly exciting, interesting, or funny. But the sort of east-west thing of the west now have to pay additional taxes to help the east rebuild what was damaged in the war. And um, it seems seems like the people in the east don't particularly care. Uh, but the where people on the west do care about having to pay the extra taxes, particularly for people that don't care about the buildings. So there's a little um, little Germany nugget for you there. Might be wrong. Usually am. Uh, what else do we have? Guy uh, spends four grand US on middle finger statue as a giant fuck you to his town. That's a beautiful statue. I'm impressed with it. I think it's wonderful. Uh, Rufa ends up in hospital after swallowing a one pound coin in bizarre party trick. Cheers for that, Hartley Parkinson, racking up 113 shares. Very, very nice. Uh, oh, yes. Trouble ensues where when the molly hits the floor. When the molly hits the floor. When the molly hits the floor. Ah! Uh, woman detained... Uh, denied owning MDMA that fell from crotch. We will get into that today, along with all the other bits and bobs that I was threatening last week. In terms of shoe-throwing business, um, another halogenics bit. I uh, know oh that's not in there anymore. It's gone. Uh, Welcome to the Future VIP by Big Boy Scientific. He's one of the biggest boys. Uh, a level by Rockwell Signal. And, uh, no, no, I'm wrong, sorry, Rockwell, Level, uh, Signal, and some others, DRS, I think, uh, Art World, and Lua, by Camo and or Crooked. Uh, let's have a Signal bit, get things going, it's got a nice bit of funk to it, nice, nice little bit of funk to it. Let me know what you did at the weekend, Let me give your weekend a mark out of ten. Let me know where you spent it, who you spent it with, did you enjoy it? And yeah, just general marks out of 10. I want to know. I'm genuinely interested.
Joe says 10, bikes, beers, long spicy cigarettes, decent. Rob Humphreys, 3 out of 10, had to rebuild my solar hot water system, didn't drink excessively. Nice. LTech, 11 out of 10, played some filth in Spain, they loved it. They fucking loved it. Played some filth, filthy, loved it. Uh, the build, wakeboarding with my meat on the River Severn. Uh, that's nice, 10 out of 10. Dimmy, spent most of the weekend in bed feeling shit house. One out of ten. Matt Wright drank a shed load of Bucky and ate a ridiculous amount of meat. Fun times. Sounds fun. Jenna, Hitchmuff. Ten out of ten. Slightly bought a kitten home without Matt knowing, uh, but it's okay as they bonded. Uh, Chris Brakes. Swimming, museum, cutting the grass with the kids. Marks out of ten. Middle class. Right, okay. Um, Matt Hitchmuff. One out of ten. Got a kitten. <laughs> Watch went out for one beer. Got home at 4am. Classic. Uh, Squiff worked on a tune with the wife. Monkey Z survived out of town. It's not bad, man. Could be worse. That's Artwell by Signal and a few others that are now no longer listed on the screen. So I guess that's that. Sorry, guys. Didn't get the shout out that you deserved. Um, anyway, look, up, app update. Uh, woo. 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 New threshold app. Woo. Woo. It's got, got bits and stuff in it. It's filling it up with the thingies, with the doodads and the woo. 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 Well, that's not good, is it? Come on. Um, yeah, it's got to be, it's, um, all the framework and stuff's there, the database is starting to get all plumbed in, I'm going to be filling it up with shows over the next uh, week, I, I guess, I'm, I'm hoping, yeah, fingers crossed, if everything goes well, end of the month, anyway, I'm going to make a load of new, uh, of sort of exclusive 
exclusive shows for it. Scriff's going to do a few bits. If anyone else is interested in doing some bits, get in there. Exclusive. So when it launches, it's already absolutely chocked full of steaming hot gold noise nuggets. Okay, guys, I think it's going to be fine. I might do some uh, some exclusive Rankins records. Maybe see if I can get some whiskey and memes on there. Just fucking do it, man. Just do the work. Do the fucking work. Uh, also, there'll be a new new episode of Jungle Ate My Hamster this week. Sorry, there wasn't one last week, but I worked about 60-something hours last week, so it just, it just wasn't possible to fit it all in. Um, but I love you guys. Anyway, Justin Bieber has challenged Tom Cruise to a UFC fight. Uh, this will never happen, but a bit of fun, isn't it? Why not? I'd, I'd look, I've been saying this for a while, like since like the Logan Paul KSI thing and other various ones. Celebrities should fight more often. It, like, I've, I've, that people, I think, should settle their differences in a boxing ring or in a cage, you know, in the octagon. Any of these things, I think, you know, under correct supervision with a rule set and everything, you know, pick your champion. Or just like, fucking, all right, if you're so hard online, keyboard warriors, fucking settle it in the ring, eh? Eh, not going to now, are you? Shut up, you know. Here's your dominance hierarchy. <laughs> um, Justin Bieber tweeted, I want to challenge Tom, apropos for nothing, I believe, so the meme would go, nobody, Justin Bieber. I want to challenge Tom Cruise to fight in the octagon. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared. Yeah, it's a wrong spelling of your uh, scared, and you will never live it down. Who is willing to put on this fight? Dana White? Right. Okay, Justin Bieber, with your zero fights record, even in amateur uh, competitive fighting of any discipline, I... <sighs> no, why don't you put it on? Okay, Biebs, if you're so hard, yeah, if you're so cool, if you've got all this money, why do you need Dana White to put it on? Do it live on YouTube, sell tickets, come on. This is, uh, A, Tom Cruise won't do it. Also, Tom Cruise would kick your ass, mate. Tom Cruise is a fully grown man. You're a child. I know he's a complete lunatic, uh, but that is not going in your favour, mate. He is, he's going to be a biter. He is, he will do what, he's got L. Ron Hubbard on his side. He's got the full force of hardcore belief in Scientology backing him up. He will fight to the death. Honestly, he will eat bits of you for breakfast. And I, seriously, it's, it's, it's not going to go well. How old is Tom Cruise? Uh, he's got to be, I don't know, he's got to be 50, hasn't he? Easily. Uh, Tom Cruise is 56. Okay, so a child challenges 56-year-old man, a uh, 56-year-old man who is in very good shape and uh, must must have dad strength by now. You know, he's got a few kids, doesn't he, I think? <sighs> yeah, of course fans want it. Justin Bieber challenges Tom Cruise to UFC fight and fans want it. Yeah, I'd love to see Biebs get his head stoved in by the crews. Come on, while he's just screaming about bloody Scientology. That would be absolutely amazing. Maybe he could wear that huge, like, gold medallion thing that he was awarded at some loopy Scientology ceremony. Um, McGregor has tweeted about it. If Tom Cruise is man enough to accept this challenge, McGregor Sports and Entertainment will host the bout. Does Cruise have the sprouts to fight like he does in the movies? Stay tuned and find out. <laughs> McGregor. Um, Paul Gibbons, don't know who that is, says, not sure if this news is interesting or pathetic. No, I think the latter would suffice. Yeah, it is, but I still want to see it. 
right? I want to see them all. I want to see all celebrities fighting the whole time. Forget Love Island. Forget Big Brother. Forget all of this. Not forget the Kardashians. We need celebrity deathmatch real life. That is what the fans deserve. That is what the public needs. That is what, look, that will take off the pressure and the anxiety of Trump, of Brexit, of North Korea to watch two celebs just go at it under the unified MMA rules in the US, full out, full contact, elbows, heel hooks, even allow 12 to 6 elbows. Fucking get it done. Like, seriously, the world would be a better place for it. I think it really it would, it would settle a lot of differences, not just in Hollywood, but I think the ramifications and the ripples will be felt worldwide. Uh, I, who will I fight? I'll fight anyone. <laughs> I'll, fight, I'll fight them all. I'll take them on one by one, work my way through until I get to the top. He's at the top of Hollywood. The Rock, I guess. Yeah, probably. Until I get, until I get to Rocky. Until I can literally smell what The Rock is cooking. And by which I mean he shat himself. All right? And I can smell it coming out of his little jockstrap. All right? <laughs> Heed my words, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm coming for you. Uh, right, yeah, that is, this is mad. I don't... Yeah, why Tom Cruise, someone has, has mentioned. That's a good question. Why Tom Cruise? Uh, right, okay, so I get... Okay, yeah, well, we can probably answer this. So he's wanting to challenge someone who is... Like, an action star makes sense. Although I think it could be fun for him to challenge another singer-musician type. If you consider the Beebs a singer-musician type. Like, is there not a whapper that he could challenge? I mean, Wiz Khalifa, he's trained, but he, then he might actually be hard. Obviously, the Beebs doesn't want to fight anyone that he could potentially lose to, which is why he's challenged a 56-year-old man uh, who is probably shorter than him. But... Okay, so if you think about action movies, if you think about the sort of stars of action movies, Tom Cruise is probably at the bottom of the list of people in terms of actual real-life hardness. Like, Beebs isn't going to fight Jason Statham, is he? Like, he's not... He might be stupid, but he's not insane. You know, he's not going to go and fight Arnie, even though Arnie's about 80 years old now. Arnie would still put him in the fucking ground. Stallone also still put him in the ground. Jet Li put him in the ground. Oh, isn't Jet Li really ill? Might be actually, poor lad. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, but you you go down the list, don't you, of who might be actually hard in real life? And Tom Cruise has got to be somewhere near the bottom in terms of really, like, you know, Daniel Craig. Obviously, I'm sure would have no problem dispatching Tom Cruise in real life. Uh, it pff, ridiculous. I think he should challenge. I think he should challenge another whapper or to someone similarly irritating at that sort of high level of. Uh, Martin Garrix. Come on. Biebs versus Garrix. I know Garrix could bite him, gnaw at him or something, or do a Todd on him. I don't know. Give him rabies or something. Who knows? Right, I've had enough of this. Uh, what else have we got? Man! Arrested for robbing two banks with an avocado. Oh, Stuart Perry. Damn. Uh, everyone knows that avocados are a pretty revered fruit. Uh, they're used for so many different things. Some have lovely health benefits and provide your body with a bunch of nutrients. But apparently they can also be used for harm. Uh, surely you could do some damage with the stone of the fruit, but you can also, well, avocado hand as well. From lun lunatic millennials cutting their hands open trying to get the stones out. Uh, but you can also fool some bank clerks into thinking you have a weapon. Wow. Uh, oh, what did they think it was a grenade? 
Yes! Wow! That's exactly what a robber allegedly did in Israel when he used an avocado to steal from two banks. The 47-year-old is accused of walking into the postal bank of uh, Bathsheba armed with a, hu- with a humble avo that he painted black and was telling the clerk that he didn't hand over uh, NIS 16,000, or 16,000, whatever the Israeli currency is, he would detonate his grenade. Wow. He allegedly slid over a note that revealed his intentions, and the clerk promptly followed with his command. The Times of Israel reported that the second bank, a second bank, five days later, did the exact same thing and walked away with 12,000 Israeli things, Israeli currencies, Israeli... I don't know, uh, the equivalent of 4,800 uh, Australian dollars, about, about 35 quid or something, I guess. Uh, obviously, when you're on the receiving end of a bank robbery, your main concern is to remain calm and follow the requests to ensure everyone stays alive. The fact that threatening with a grenade uh, as well escalated the situation. But surely you know to take a, a peek at the weapon they're saying, Oh, shut up, Stuart Perry, as if you'd have done anything other than wet your bloody knickknacks and handed over all the cash, and probably the cash out of your own wallet as well. <sighs> yeah, uh, are you holding up? You're holding up with uh, hello, Stuart Perry, lab Bible journalist and bank clerk. Oh, you're you're holding up bank robbery grenade, is it? What 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 make and model number is the grenade? Let me have a look at it. Come on, let me inspect it. Shirt to me, shirt to me. No, I'm afraid, sir, that appears to be an avocado. A popular dish amongst young millennials. A uh, fruit has a pip in it. Be careful when removing the pip, the stone. Be careful. Anyway, I'm afraid I will not hand over any of my Israeli currency. Fuck off, mate. Bullshit. Um, but do you think if that's a wild weapon to use, what about this bloke in Malaysia? The con man managed to steal 182 grand using only a piece of paper. Nice. Well, we all know paper cuts can hurt like a bitch. But this is taking it up a notch. He told bank staff that he was a technician and was employed to check out some restricted areas. He inspected the smoke alarms in order to keep up appearances and complained to the security guard that he hadn't been helped by some of the bank staff. Nice. What's that Banksy thing of, like, if you ever want to go and do graffiti anywhere, just put on a a high-vis vest, go and start doing it, and if anyone comes and bothers you, just complain about how much you're getting paid. Uh, Within 20 minutes, he'd made off with cash and would laugh all the way to another bank. Granted, that's more Ocean's Eleven rather than a proper heist, but it's still pretty cool. Oh, robbing banks is pretty cool, is it, Stuart Perry? Yeah? Well, I don't think that crime is cool, apart from cool crimes, obviously, like taking drugs and um, friend-zoning an officer, uh, breach of the peace, um, contributing to the delinquency of a minor, um, a fray. And loitering with intent. I think those are first. Those are my my favourite crimes. They're the coolest crimes. Um, any suggestions for cool crimes? Please do get them in in the chat. I, I'm desperate to see them. Right, other chains. What have we got? Let's have this Rockwell bit. Nice bit of gear, all things considered. TC versus TC, that is the fight to make, isn't it? Ranking versus size, could happen. 
I might have to cut a bit of weight for that. Level by Rockwell. Level by Rockwell. That is, uh, I'm, I'm into that. That's nice. Bit of fun. That bit, bit of bloody, bit, of, bit, of, bit of good action. Bit of fun. Bit, of, bit fucking naughty in it. Bit, bit digi. Bit fucking, you know, a bit leery. No, I mean, no, I mean. Anyway, uh, Dad bemused as joyless hag nurse kicks him out of delivery room for rude joke. Outrageous behaviour. Uh, a new dad claims a nurse kicked him out of the delivery room while he was celebrating the birth of his first child. Um, the 
uh, the, the birth of a child is always a special occasion, especially for new parents. That said, it can also be a pretty bizarre time, and not to mention uh, pretty damn painful for the woman that's pushing a human being out of her body. So we're led to believe. Uh, so, <laughs> so one man decided to try and put his wife at ease in the delivery room by cracking a few jokes. And while he claims his partner found it funny, there was one person that simply couldn't deal with the comments. In a post on Reddit, an unnamed man uh, says he was kicked out of the, deli- the delivery room following the birth of his son um, because a nurse didn't like a rude joke. Uh, that he made at his wife's expense. Outrageous. Uh, the 25-year-old asked people if he was in the wrong and whether to bla- whether the blame lands solely on the quote-unquote joyless hag of a nurse. <laughs> joyless hags are out of control. Uh, as he calls her, he wrote, My wife gave birth to our first child three days ago and in the delivery room I made a few light-hearted comments uh, which my wife life laughed at. But the joyless hag of a nurse lost her shit and kicked me out of the room. I calmly tried to placate the demented old boiler (laughs) by explaining she had no right to be offended on other people's behalf. Um, But that just made her worse. Eventually, I left before my ears started bleeding, uh, but I feel the nurse was in the wrong for giving me shit in response to a joke between my wife and I. Uh, My wife thinks the whole situation was hilarious. But considering the amount of money I pay for private healthcare instead of playing Russian roulette with the NHS... (laughs) Uh, I'm 50-50 about laughing it off or reporting the miserable old bag. Um, All right, mate, (laughs) chill out. Uh, After this, the dad attempted to explain just what he had said that caused so much offence. He claimed his wife initially asked him uh, how it was looking down there, to which he responded, I feel like I'm watching my favourite restaurant burning down. Look, you only get one opportunity. Well, a few, a couple of, depending on how many kids you have, but you only get so many opportunities to make a joke like that. Come on. His wife chuckled at this while the nurse tutted and rolled her eyes. Come on, look. It's banter, isn't it? It's banter, yeah? Come on, a bit of birth banter. Look, you, like, you don't get... You only get so many opportunities. unless you're, like, Irish Catholic. Yeah, you, I don't know. Maybe you got 20 goes at it. But, like, for most people... You know, you might only get a couple of goes. Then, following the birth itself, the doctor informed uh, the pair that the wife uh, had suffered tearing and would need two or three stitches. And the man joked, would you mind putting in a few extra? Uh, This, he says, was the nurse's breaking point. And uh, when she demanded, he leave the room. Uh, My only issue with that joke is is that they probably hear that every day. Like, that's... uh, more than 400 people have commented on the post, with many agreeing the dad has no one to blame but himself. <laughs> what happened? I mean, not expected to get thrown out. Like, you get a bit of a telling off. Uh, they said, Sorry, but yeah, you're the asshole here. Um, yes, the nurse can be pissed off about the joke. Uh, it's her fucking job to deal with a woman in a very vulnerable moment. If you do a quick Google search, um, what is sexist? Uh, you'll find out the uh, ob. Obstric violence is a real thing. What on earth? Uh, and the joke about putting in a few extra stitches happened to a lot of hands of the sex, uh, at the hands of very sexist male doctors. Right, okay. Uh, look, I think we can all agree that it's an, it's an arsehole joke to make, but it's quite funny. Uh, you are an arsehole, blah, 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 blah. Right, okay, fine. So uh, you decide. Uh, but I think, you know, you've got to you've got to take these opportunities when you can get them. Like, you know, you might only have one child, and then you'd be like, God. That'll haunt you forever. You know, they say that on your deathbed, you, you're most more pissed off about the things that you didn't do than the things you did. So, you know, if you've got an opportunity for just a great 
banter, weaponized banter like that. Oh, choice stuff. No, my issue with the second one is that I'm sure that, that it's it's a bit obvious, isn't it? Like, come on, come on, champ. Come on, you can do better than that. I think, you know, do better. <laughs> anyway, woman's alarm after husband shows his mum his penis wanting medical advice. Hold on, his wife... What, if you've got a wife, show the wife first before the... What's... Right, okay. No, all right, I'm, I'm interested in this now. His wife thinks he's too old to be doing this sort of thing. She's right. His family is unique... In its, uh, each family is unique in its own bizarre way. When you're in a serious relationship, uh, you have to learn how to deal with all the peculiarities and drama of someone else's family. Uh, however, some scenarios are more peculiar than others, as one woman's recent mum's net dilemma proves. Having discovered that her husband has shown uh, his mum his penis and asked for medical advice, she's now feeling a bit odd about it all. Is his mum a doctor? Is she a medical practitioner of any kind? Is that her? I don't know. Uh, is his mum Hyacinth Bouquet? She wrote, I discovered yesterday that when my husband got thrush in his nether regions due to being on antibiotics, he asked his mother uh, to take a look at it to see what she thought it might be. He's 34 years old and still showing his bits to his mum. Surely as a grown man with a wife, he shouldn't be asking his mother to look at these kind of things. Uh, arguing that uh, there has to be a cut-off age for these sort of things, she then reveals there's just no boundaries at all. Uh, she even opens any letters addressed to him that still go to the house, and it really irritates me. He's a grown man with his own family. Uh, yeah, he has some growing up to do. Uh, nearly everyone agreed that the whole scenario was pretty unusual. Yeah, that's weird, one mum agreed, adding, unless his mum is a doctor, even then I'm still not sure, and, the, and adding the opening of the post, uh, it's a failure to launch. Uh, let's hope it's an isolated incident then. Uh, great. Okay, cool. That is um, news, according to the Mirror. And also according to me, being that I've read it out on the show. Just... See, this is this is the risk you take when you, you just look at headlines and go, that looks dumb. Yeah, I'll add that to the list. Without reading the story, sometimes you come up trumps. Sometimes you don't. It's just, it's just the world we live in, you know? What are you going to do? Right, so this. Camo and Crooked, lower. Coming up at, coming up at 11. A regular Joe. Mezzanine show. Two hours of, um, as far as I'm aware, music. I think.
Bit of a split opinion on this one. Some people saying it sounds like break. Some people saying it sounds like very weak break. Some saying it's out of tune. <laughs> uh, Joe, yes, your show is queued up, uh, but if it is two hours of just straight communist propaganda, I'll, 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 it's, it's going off getting deplatformed. Uh, yeah, quite an overall negative response to that tune, uh, which is fairly rare. Oh, I thought it was quite nice. I quite liked it. Oh, well, that's the new Camera and Crooked by uh, Lua. Well, you know, nice to get a split response on stuff sometimes rather than, you know, what you don't want is callous indifference. Love it or hate it, but please do not be indifferent. Guys, 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 um, 13 minutes of the show left. Let's, um, let's find out what the hell else is going on in the world. Um, ugh, humans may never meet aliens because we'll accidentally destroy them, says expert. Uh, I believe Jeff, Jeff Parsons is the expert with 11 shares on this. Humankind may never experience first contact with an alien race because we'll have wiped them out by mistake. Right, okay, and a bold theory from a Russian uh, physicist who believes interstellar travel is the answer to the famous Fe- uh, Fermi paradox. The paradox states that if alien life is out there, why haven't we seen any proof? Um, yeah, fair enough. Um, well, according to the theoretical physicist Alexander Berezin of Russia's MIET, it's because once we get to a level where we can detect it, we'll have, we'll have wiped out any evidence that even existed. Right. Okay. He suggests that interstellar travel will be the decisive factor when it comes to survival. The specific nature of civilizations arising to interstellar level uh, should not matter. He writes in a paper published on Arxiv. Uh, They might be biological organisms like ourselves, rogue AIs that rebelled against their creator, or distributed planet-scale minds like those described by uh, Stanislaus Lem in Solares. Okay. 
Um, Berizen goes on to state that interstellar travel will necessarily eradicate all competition to fuel its own expansion. Okay, and in all likelihood, destruction of other races won't be intentional. They simply won't notice. The same way construction crew demolishes an anthill to build a real estate because they lack the incentive to protect it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really know much about anything, um, particularly interstellar travel, aliens or anything like that. But this doesn't, I don't know, it seems to be some, like, this doesn't seem to make any sense. Maybe that's because I don't know anything about it. I don't know. Uh, uh, Berzin believes that, Berezin believes that humankind is in the con- is is the construction crew in the above example, stating that we'll be the first to develop interstellar travel, and in that case, we'll most likely uh, be the last to leave. That doesn't that doesn't make any sense. Like, what if you okay, you make the interstellar travel, and then well, couldn't you go and visit the aliens if they were there, or you might find them off on another planet? Maybe you know, maybe they're at the stage we were a couple of million years ago. You know, right, guys? And then we can just capture some of them, stick them in a fucking zoo. Yeah? Eat them. Steal their resources. Plunder their resources. Rape and pillage. Come on. Eat some of that freaking alien... Let's go mine some of that tasty alien gold. Mm, see what alien pingers they've got, eh? Let's get, get on the... On the alien, on the inter- intergalactic nose bag. Come on, that's what we need. Seriously, okay, um, Metro. Do aliens exist? Uh, yes, they must be out there somewhere. Ooh, ninety percent. <whistles> wow, exciting times over at the Metro. Uh, Carlos Griffin says you'll never meet them because you'll never evolve sufficiently to be on their energy level. All right, so like you know something that um, that we don't. Uh, Paul Young says, I'm kind of glad you won't ruin it for the rest of us. Sam Watson says, or if they come to meet us, most likely they will destroy us as they would be superior. Okay. Uh, Howard Leach with the hot take. I wonder what one has to do to be an expert on the aliens and exactly why does this fool pontificate on if and when we meet them, we will accidentally destroy them. Well, I have laughed at Flat Earthers, but this one deserves going for a drink. Right, okay, cool. Wait, what the hell? Seagull steals woman's lobster roll while she's taking a photo. Fucking seagulls, man. Fucking seagulls. Honestly, I've, I've had enough of them. I think they should be banned. Um, let's, all right, let's do this quickly. Uh, graduate wins 61 grand from university for Mickey Mouse degree. Graduate who sued her university after claiming she ended up with a quite unquote Mickey Mouse degree has received an out of court settlement for 61 grand. Uh, Pok Wong, 30, graduated with a first in international business strategy from uh, Anglia Ruskin University in 2013. But she claimed the university exaggerated the prospects of a career and fraudulently misrepresented the business course when she enrolled in 2011. She sued them for false advertising in the university's prospectus. Uh, I wonder whether or not she learned any of that sort of any of the legal stuff that she did on the course. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go, gonna go and get a law degree at somewhere, and then use that law degree to sue them for being shit. Uh, Angela Ruskin said the, oh, sorry, Anglia, not Angela. Anglia Ruskin said the settlement was agreed with their uh, insurers, ins- insurers, solicitors, and they did not support it. 
spokesman for the university, said it strongly disputes the allegations, but has agreed to pay 15 grand settlement plus 46 grand towards the former student's legal fees. Uh, Ms. Wong, also known as Fiona, uh, told the BBC in 2018, they think, uh, they, think we're they think we're international students and we come here to pay our money for a piece of paper for the degree, but actually we care about the quality, we care about how much we could learn. They exaggerated the prospects of a career studying with them and also they exaggerated how connected they are. After the settlement was agreed, she told the Sunday Telegraph, the payout means this is a victory for me despite the university strenuously fighting my case and denying any responsibility. She added, in the light of this settlement, I think universities should be careful about what they say in their prospectuses. Yeah, but I mean, you need to... I don't know, is there not some sort of responsibility on the students' parts, parts that if they get their degree to actually go and put it to good use? To choose the course wisely. Like, you can't go and I've got a thirst in theology, why won't they take me on as this position, why can't I now work at NASA? Well, it's not... It's, I think they have to make promises which they know will never materialise uh, or are simply not true. Last year, the County Court of Central London ruled, the ruled in the university's favour and ordered Ms Wong to pay 13 grand to them. But the university insurers wrote to the former student offering to settle for 15 grand, plus the payment of our legal costs. Hold on a second. So who's won here? The university won, but the insurance paid out. Doesn't make any sense. An Anglia Ruskin University spokesman said, Ms Wong's litigation has been rejected numerous times and has never been upheld. They said they did not support the insurer's solicitor's decision, adding, we are considering that they acted negligently and against the university's interests. The plot thickens. Mrs. Wong, Ms. Wong, who lives in Hong Kong, um, <laughs> wrote on Facebook that despite the university denying any wrong, uh, Mrs. Wong, Hong Kong, denies any wrong, and the payout has proven victory. Well, yeah, looks like there's a bit of a bit of a dispute in that then a spokesperson for the national union of students said students do have clear rights under the law and the report of the settlement does indicate a way students can seek recourse but the spokesperson added the nhs would prefer students to be partners in education instead of seeking a financial settlement yeah no shit i mean international business strategy sounds like a reasonable thing to do doesn't it, it doesn't have it's not like i'm gonna go there and do david get a degree in david beckham going to get a degree in fucking Harry Potter or one of these bullshit things or, you know, gender studies. That does sound like the sort of thing that you would get a career out of. I don't know. We become, become a business strategist for an international company with your international business strategy to say, I don't fucking know or care, honestly. Ah, oh. oh, God, it's the end of the show. Christ. Monday is here like a wet dog just slinging its wetness all over you. It stinks. But you've got to dry that bitch off. You've got to dry the hairy, wet bitch of Monday with a coarse towel. Okay? You've got to dry it down good. You've got to hold it, make sure it doesn't go anywhere. Then you've got to really get onto its undercarriage, get in between its little paddy toes, yeah? Coarse towel, really got to dry it off, okay? Yeah, that's how to tackle Monday, all right? Like a wet dog. Get it, hold on to it. Maybe you might have to have like a treat or something, just a little incentive, keep it in one place. Really start getting that towel bloody involved. Just and really get at it. All the nooks, the crannies, the crevices, crevices. Just fucking dry that bitch off. You know what I mean? Seriously. Christ. Um, okay, guys, listen. Um, 
Irregular Joe is coming up at 11 uh, with two hours of uh, communist propaganda in music form. I think if you play the show backwards, it's just um, the Communist Manifesto uh, read by uh, an obnoxious, um, an obnoxious um, geopolitics student aged 18. Um, what are we doing here? I'm trying to find where the VIP list is so I can read out talking absolute shit. Uh, thank you to everyone that is supporting the show on Patreon. You're all wonderful, uh, wonderful beasts. Uh, it's Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Moss and Squidgy Beats, Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Pottercom, Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bull, Azara Pickles, Roman Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Unsub, Richard France, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Heischelbeck, uh, John Finnison, BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief, Cooper, Gendy Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hannah Bartende, Lady Squiffington, Liam, The Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Gold, No SDD, Justin Mercer, Ramson C, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiba, Dan Eltram, Tyron Wilmore, uh, Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive Cytrons is actually superior to drum and bass, Nicholas Lawsey, Damon Rayner, Chris Brates, The Bill, Carissa Bartholson, Odin Bates, Lee Fuller, D, Daniel Jemby, Flaxus, Alexander Cassidy, Matt Wright, Dylan Laws, Grant Sullivan, not that Tom Robinson, subscribe on YouTube, Greg Cornford, Grace Sellers, Dab Smash, Connor Smith, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Mr. Happy, the German Trots Overlord of DMB. Ranking makes uplifting vocal sentence under the air is Cosmic Waff. Keep it cool, tall, and motor but don't let you meet life. Nick Brock, Mustang Philly, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Sam House, uh, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt, The Hitch Muffs, Eltec Willay, Fun Willay story for you. Sent him some stickers in the post, uh, as I do with people that sign up uh, on the Patreon, on the Patreon, and the stamp had been removed somewhere in post, in transit, self adhesive stamps on, perhaps a unruly postman stole it anyway when that happens ends up at the post office and they send a little note through saying you've got a letter waiting for you but you got to pay for it and you got to pay over the odds for it so anyway will a heads down there thinks maybe it's some pingers off the dark web uh, no they want two quid turns out it's uh, the pack of stickers sent me a funny video about it anyway we thought it was funny fuck off uh ben virgo den tweed lupe salazar big wodge my hill mighty danny nick fleming carl lewis gordon and liz carl williams tom skipper and unfortunately it's george dc so thank you very much for your patronage you're all wonderful humans i will see you all at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning on tuesday until then uh, a regular show for the next two hours with the Mezzanine Show on Threshold.fm. If you're on Facebook or YouTube or Twitch, head on over to Threshold.fm or fire up the app, Android or iPhone. Just fucking listen, man. Just fucking listen to it. Okay, I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.